25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them out the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Hey, there it is. What's up? Did it again. Sorry, man. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. You have to add that intro on for the other stations. (laughs) That's no problem. We'll come back and add it later on. Welcome into the show here. Just getting started with you on Friday. Look at you. You made it to Friday. Which, frankly, is better than the alternative. I'm Matt. I'm in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. They have local agents, hometown heroes, in all 82 counties across the great state of Mississippi. And I would give you, in fact, I'll go ahead and do that now, a personal guarantee that in your county, your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent is the kind of person that you want to do business with, the kind of person that you hope to deal with when it comes to insurance or anything for that matter. So give them a chance if you haven't already. I'm Matt Rogers here. We have plenty of ways for you to be a part of the show, including streaming live on Twitter and Facebook as we speak. So hey to everybody who's tuning in there. You made it to Friday. Let me know what you think. You've got bowl games Hey, you can watch Bolapalooza. Bolapalooza. You can watch football again if that's your deal. Well, you, you always had the NFL. It did not go anywhere. But stupid it, triple header on Saturday. Come on. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, for those of us that'll sit there and click away, you know, we're happy to maybe have a little NFL football to watch. You'll have to wait until Sunday if you want to watch the Cowboys. Who did the Saints play? I looked that up. So uh, plenty of football coming your way. We're going to have your Kansas City yeah. Chiefs game on on Sunday night here. Who are they playing? Tennessee? Chicago. Oh, Chicago. That's right. Yeah. The Sunday night game. They're at Chicago. Okay. It's going to be cold. It's going to be brutally cold. But did you see They're last used to it. <laughs> that's it. Last weekend, the Chiefs played in snow on the field. They had to come out there at one point and clear off the yard line so you could see <laughs> You know, I where, love those, man. I do, I love too. seeing those guys earn their money. Well, and I love it, too. It's just it, it, because there's just something about watching football in the snow. Somebody put a clip. It might have been Mississippi State, but somebody put a clip on Twitter over the last couple of days looking back at the snowball in 2000, Mississippi State versus Texas A&M and Shreveport. We all know, you know, got the name the snowball because of all the snow. And there were several highlights from that and including a fumble recovery and pick it up and run through the snow and snow splashing everywhere as they chase this guy down the field. And that imagery is just awesome. It really is. Okay, so the um, the Saturday NFL games are, which is tomorrow, Texans at Buccaneers, the early game, and then you get a really good 
3.30 game on the NFL Network, Bills at Patriots. Well, all three tomorrow on the NFL Network. Division game, two good teams. And, uh, and hey, uh, a great one out west tomorrow night on the NFL Network. The Rams, who are coming off the loss to the Cowboys. Rams are 8-6, and six, and they're at the 49ers, who are an 11-win team. So three good games there on Saturday. Yeah, but you have to wait until Sunday if you want to watch the Cowboys play the Eagles. It sort of feels like it's for that division. I know that there are a few other factors in there, but two seven and seven teams squaring off. Big rivalry, Cowboys Eagles in Philadelphia. Dak is hurting. Dak's hurting. He's got a bad shoulder. More on that in a bit. But he's no normal Dak. Just remember, I told you. As Roger said, Chiefs Bears is the Sunday night deal on, uh, on NBC Sunday Night Football. Kansas City actually almost not quite a touchdown favorite on the road. And I'm sure that's just the thinking that, look, Kansas City's going to figure out somehow, some way to outscore that Bears. Bears offense that has not been that great. Saints-Titans. Uh, that's why I had Tennessee in my head. Saints at Titans. That is a 12-noon game on Sunday. We'd normally carry that, but we've got a little men's basketball from Mississippi State. That's right. Uh, they're in Jackson, right? That's I think right. So. Yeah, playing in Jackson. And Nick Weatherspoon is going to be his first game back in terms of being eligible after the ten game suspension. So that's right. You're schooled up on that, having done the game the other night. You had to learn. That's right. Caught up, right? Yeah. That's right. So Weatherspoon is going to be. Um, back in the fold, able to play. I, I kind of doubt he would start his first game back, but I imagine he will play. They're playing New Mexico State. Should be a good competitive game there uh, the at the Coliseum. Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saints are 11-3, and Titans 8-6. and And, you know, Titans are coming off that loss at home last week to Texas. I'm sorry, Houston, the Texans. <laughs> what is that, Texas? The Houston Texans division game. And the Titans are not bad. Ryan Tannehill has stepped in and done a pretty nice job for them at quarterback. A.J. Brown, future star there uh, at receiver, and Jeffrey Simmons, a future star there on their defensive line for the uh, Titans, and they're going to be hosting the Saints. And so it's pretty cool. If there are any Saints slash Mississippi State fans, you could go to that game on Sunday and then stay there in Nashville for a week and go to the Mississippi State Bowl game in the same stadium. (laughs) Uh, anyway, so a lot to uh, look at, and we'll preview, and you do have bowl games popping up uh, going on all over the place. I promised you yesterday on this show that you would get to hear some of the Q&A that Joe Moorhead and Lane Kiffin dealt with back on signing day two days ago. The problem is we just had a whole bunch of phone calls that were more fun yesterday. You called me over and over again on the Divinity Equipment phone line. And those things are always going to take precedent. And look, we enjoyed it and never got back around to playing some of that. But I do want you to hear some of it. I thought it was really interesting. And so for fans of both schools, you'll get to hear some of that coming up today. Some of the stuff I wanted to get to yesterday that you didn't get to hear. I I mentioned it yesterday. There's some interesting stuff in there with Moorhead about evaluating players. There's some interesting stuff there from Lane Kiffin, really interesting about dealing with evaluating and for lack of a better term, de-evaluating some players within the 10 days that they had been on the job up until signing day, a really short window, signed a very small class, planned to make up for that in February. And then he also had to field a couple of questions about a kid right under their nose who was a tight end, I think, is the position, but 
a kid named Pegues on the Oxford High School team that I think signed with Auburn. And there was a report that the new coaching staff had not reached out to him. And then Lane Kiffin basically refuted that in the press conference. So I want you to hear all that. Instead of me relaying it to you, I want you to hear what it was like when they uh, talked about that. Just got to get your offer right. Mm. What do you mean, Roger? What are you trying to say? have to entice him some kind of way. <laughs> Mama yeah. needs her water bill paid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miko, let's see here. Text line. Well, well, hold on. For everybody that is watching uh, Facebook, Twitter, obviously you're able to see the numbers. Here they are, right there. Look. The Divinity Equipment phone line, 995-1059. It is a 601 number, 995-1059. Give me a shout on the Divinity Equipment phone line. The next time that I am on the air with you on this show will be Monday at Divinity Equipment in Jackson slash Raymond. That'll be coming up on Monday, so we'll be live there, and I'm really looking forward to it because we're not only going to do the show there and have some cool stuff and lots of deals, but we're also giving stuff away. There is going to be a toy package. If you've never seen the toy tractors and, uh, you know, like ATVs and the little toy construction equipment that you can get from Kubota, they have them in the store. We're going to give away a toy package. And I just want to go ahead and give you a heads up, okay? Listen, you're going to need to follow me on Facebook because Facebook will be a big part of the giveaway for you to register to win this, okay? And it's just facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. Also, Divini Equipment on Facebook. You'll find their page. You'll see it right there. Big letters on the front of the store, Divini. Just look them up, Divini Equipment on Facebook. Either of those pages, you're going to find the link coming up this afternoon that all weekend long you'll be able to register, and then we will announce the winner of the toy package on Monday. Monday's the last show of the year, isn't it? Well, let's see. You, um, I you guess don't want to so. work Christmas Eve. Yeah, because we've got uh, we got a Mississippi State uh, a little game coming up on the right on and Monday. That's right. right. And then how do the dates work out, Roger? Um, yeah, because the the football game for State is at three o'clock on Monday the thirtieth. Yeah, you're well, gonna be kind of busy, aren't you? Then? Well, we are, and see, there's a two hour <laughs> pregame. So yeah. if the game Starts kicks at off one, at 3, that's right. it. I mean, the pregame show will start at 1, and then we're not going to turn around and do just one show there on uh, New Year's Tuesday, Eve. Uh, Tuesday, yeah, because uh, Tuesday we're bowl-gamed out. Right. I mean, it's starting, that, starting at 11. Yeah. Well, then you got New Year's Eve games starting at 11, but you also have all the New Year's Day games starting right. on that mm-hmm. Wednesday. So yeah. we're probably looking at Thursday the 2nd before we get back on the air with you. Yeah. Um, after that. So we'll all take a little bit of a holiday break, Christmas break. So get your calls in. Oh, yeah. If you want to talk, you better do it today. You hear that, Chicken Hawk? <laughs> <laughs> I heard him calling in to <laughs> I heard him calling into Chris. And, um, Is he cheating on Beaver. us with other shows? Well, I, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. <laughs> uh, but I do know that he called in. All right. Um, hello to Ethan on Facebook. Says, what's up, Matt and Roger? Hail State and Merry Christmas to you, Lynn. Eric, he says, uh, okay, we're talking about the snowball thing that popped up on Twitter the last couple of days. 
Eric points out it was number 19 out of the top 25 bowl games of all time. He said, I don't remember who the group was that put it together. My second favorite game while I was at State. Well, that leads me to the question, Eric. If the Snow Bowl was your second favorite game, what's number one? So comment and let me know because I'd be curious. What is number one if the Snow Bowl is number two? And we're getting a bunch of Merry Christmases from Sheila and Robbie and everybody else there. So thank you all so much. The text line, as I said, is wide open to you. It is right there, 885-ESPN, 885-3776 if you like numbers, or 601 number, 885-ESPN. Miko says, Matt, heard that Derek Nix was relieved of his duties at Ole Miss. The guy has been a thorn in the side for MSU in recruiting in this state. What's the probability of Moorhead reaching out to Nix if he hasn't been hired yet by Southern Miss? You know, that really is a good question. Now, I don't know yet, Miko, if there is a for sure, you know, official opening on State's staff yet. As is widely known, so much of the staff turnover, the coaching changes for assistant coaches in big-time college football start happening right now, which is after the December signing day. We don't like it. It's a business. It is the way it is. You saw a report yesterday that it looked like Chris Marv, the linebackers coach at State, was going to be leaving to go to Florida State. I saw that report. Again, whether or not that's official, I don't know. But I know that Derek Nix does not coach linebackers. He coaches running backs, right? Or has for a long time at Ole Miss. And after all the time that he spent there, I don't know that he would make that jump right away. And who knows why he was let go. Who knows why. Most often, it's not a matter of did a poor job or isn't liked. Sounds like he did a good job. (laughs) It's simply a matter, Roger, of new coach has friends in the coaching business whom he wants to work with or is comfortable with, or in some cases has made a promise to. It could be any number of those things, one, the other, or a combination of. But I did see that, Miko. Thanks for bringing it up. Y'all text me, 885-ESPN. And again, on the Divinity Equipment phone, 995-1059. Chris, hanging on. What's up, Chris? How you doing, man? As far as and I know, Merry I'm Christmas, great. By the way, Merry Christmas to you too. What's up? Hey, um, I wanted to know if um, if you had heard any update on the kid that was in that accident that was in the Jackson Hospital. The only update we got was two days ago on Wednesday, Chris, that afternoon when the the school gave a brief statement on it, but made it sound as if it was not a at that time, a life-threatening situation. Uh, they could not. Right, but they, I just they couldn't comment at all about the third individual who's not a football player and not a student. Right. But on the two who right. are, one, uh, Russell from Jackson, who was in the car, was not really seriously injured to begin with. The other, J.P. Purvis, was initially seriously injured, taken to a hospital. But then the most recent update was that it was not life-threatening. Okay. 
Well, um, what I was going to say was is that, you know, I'm not saying that I've changed, that I'm all in on Moorhead. I called for his job for a really long time, and I, I still don't know if we did the right thing. But I will say that I heard from um, Thunder and Lightning or whatever. The, I can't plug another show on your oh, show. Oh, sure you anyway, can. Hey, hey, hey um, sure you can. You don't have to worry about that with me. That doesn't bother me at all. Those are great guys. Good, They're great I, guys and friends of I, mine. Yeah, I heard from them that um, <laughs> that Joe Moorhead actually let them in the, the war room and they were talking about how personal he was with the guys and everything. So, I mean, if you get that look inside there, then maybe that gives us a little bit of insight of why Cohen said, we're going to give you another year and we're going to let you stay. And if that's the truth, then, hey, that's great. And I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. And, hey, I'm still on this brigade saving to, saving to the Cowboys. Get him out of our SEC lives. Y'all have a good night. There you go. I Hey, I'm all for that, Chris. Life without Saban. I just want to know who Thunder and Lightning is. Oh, it's um, uh, Brian Haydad, Joel Coleman. They do a really good – Oh, um, okay. So that's what they go by. Okay. Yeah, it's the name of their Mississippi State podcast. They're great guys. Great guys. And they both live in Starkville. But, yeah, um, and Joel and work. I Joel and I share fandom for the Atlanta Braves – so uh, during baseball season, we we get to talk about that some. But um, yeah, regardless, yeah, they opened up, they set up basically their recruiting war room in the locker room area of Davis Wade Stadium. It was not in the football facility where it always has been in the past, and they really had it decked out. Morehead in a suit and tie. Big televisions on the screen where they were live video conferencing with each signee. And it was a cool looking scene. I didn't get to go. Yeah, I live an hour away and I just never have a chance to get there unless it's covering a ball game, it seems like. But they opened it up to any and all media who wanted to come and be there. Allowed them kind of in. And this is what I would tell you, Chris. Listen, this is reality. Personality and likability has never been, nor will it ever be, a question for Joe Moorhead. I've told you that on this show a bunch. He is genuine. He's not just likable because he's a salesman, like a lot of likable people are. No. He's likable because he just is what he is. He never puts on airs. His feet are squarely on the ground. He's just a genuine good guy. And you can't meet him not like him. But ultimately, in terms of whether he gets another year to coach or another five years, another 10, likability just doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It's about how that factors into signing big-time players and winning big-time games. That's it. That's benchmark number one and benchmark number two. And benchmark number three says pay attention to number one and number two. John and Jackson on the Divinity Equipment phone. Hey, John. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, correction, Thunder and Lightning is Tony Galbraith and Chuck Muncie. So there you go. I don't know I'll who they are. I don't even know who any those of those guys are. are. <laughs> those are two running backs for the Saints in the late 70s and early 80s. They were thugs. My dad, our, One game, Chuck Muncie, the Saints were getting walloped, and he was down at the very – way into the bench sitting on his helmet smoking a cigarette <laughs> that's great well and then you also had listen you also had the running back duo in the late 80s at Ole Miss 
that was known as Thunder and Lightning. And one half of that was a guy named Sean Sykes, who was from West Point, who was like the fullback on that Ole Miss team, who lives in Tupelo. He and I have become uh, really good friends. They were called Thunder and Lightning. And then, of course, John, you know. Wait, who was the other one? I don't know who the other one was, but my friend's name is Sean Chuck Sykes. Lee? Okay, but I think the other guy may have been Cleveland. Anyway, go ahead. It may have been, but then you know, of course, also that name, Thunder and Lightning, was given to Rafael Palmero and Will Clark in 85 and 86 when they were at Mississippi State Baseball. Right. Well, thanks for double-correcting my correction. Hey, look, I'm not a State fan, but if you're a State, and I'm not a State fan, but if you are a State fan, how can your favorite State game of all time not be when Matt Wyatt came off the bench? And led the comeback at Auburn. I, I've been saying that for for twenty years, John. I've been saying the same thing. <laughs> hey, I was at the game, and it 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 it's one of my top five favorite games I've ever seen. Well, you know? I appreciate that. It was that good. Well, and, and I your, appreciate your that. casual sports fans who aren't aware of it need to go look it up on YouTube because it was nothing short of miraculous. You know, John. Listen, uh, some people when you bring up God. A lot of people don't believe in God. And even sometimes people who do, they scoff at the idea that he would help you in a football game. I can promise you that I believe 100% with every bit of me that God helped that last completion. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Couldn't have hey. been you. Hey, appreciate the call, John. Don't be a stranger. Yes, sir. All right, ma'am. All right. Conversely, did he blow that football out of the uprights? Yeah, he may have. He may have been payback. <laughs> I know that John from Jackson. I wish he'd call more often. He's one of my favorite people. Stick around. All right. Continuing along. In the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, hometown heroes in all 82 counties across the great state of Mississippi. Hey to everybody on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. I remind you of that because I, I mentioned it earlier. There is going to be a giveaway coming up for Monday's show. So during this time on Monday, we'll be broadcasting live from Divinity Equipment in Jackson slash Raymond. And you know, we've been at Divinity in Madison a bunch of times. You've seen us there, heard us there. We'll be at the other Divinity in Jackson coming up on Monday. And there will be a toy giveaway. The Kubota toys are really cool if you've never seen those. So a couple things. You look at my Instagram page. It's just at Radio Wyatt, the same as Twitter. And I'm going to have some pictures there of the toys for you, as well as a way on the Facebook page later today for you to participate and enter for a toy giveaway. And we'll announce the winner on Monday. Again, that Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. And look up Divini Equipment on Facebook. Find their page. You can find the giveaway there as well. And that'll all be coming for you. Uh, later today. Got it? Got it? Good. Right now, get it, though. Get it? Got it? Good. I want to do something, Roger, that's never been done before on this show. 
Good I hold, radio? I hold in my hands. Yeah, good radio. Hopefully compelling radio. Right. I hold in my hands a box that I retrieved from the mailbox just a little while ago. It was right before the show began. And so I brought the box with me in here to the studio. And it has not been opened. For anybody watching on the stream at home or at work or on your phone, however you're watching, this box, the return address, says the North Pole. Nope, kidding. It is north of here, though. It says... High Point Roasters, that's from Dan the Coffee Man in New Albany, Mississippi. And so I'm going to open my little multi-tool with a sharp knife on it right here, live on the radio and on the stream. And folks, he carries it with him everywhere. It's always in my pocket. I used to have two, and then some, you know, security checker flight person on the way back home from the Arkansas game kept it. Wouldn't give it back to me. So now I, only have, the plane. <laughs> now I only have one. I know. And I'm opening the box. And in this box from the High Point. Smell coming out. Oh, Roger, you look, you should have been there when I opened the mailbox. Nice. The smell of the coffee's like I had to drive the uh, mail person crazy. <laughs> look at here. I've got a nice card. I'll open that up in a bit. Got a nice card from uh I bet it's his Christmas card from Dan Skinner, Dan the Coffee Man. Right here on top, the first thing out of the package, Roger, is a bag of those chocolate-covered espresso beans. And you just chew them. Yes. It's a little quarter-pound bag of these. Now, these are expensive, but rightfully so, and they are phenomenal. And they're inside the box. Two bags, two one-pound bags of coffee. Now, they are the coffee beans. Now, the first one is Kona Coffee, K-O-N-A. Sounds Hawaiian. It is Hawaiian. 100%. It says it right there on the back. 100% Hawaiian Kona Coffee, K-O-N-A. All right. And the other bag from High Point Roasters in New Albany. See, I'm opening Christmas presents right here live on the air because it's my show and I can do what I want. So this is all uh, free. Oh, it's a gift. It's a nice. gift. Man. Look, it's just the, what you wanted, isn't it? That is, this is what I want. What do you want for Christmas, Matt? I want coffee. Look, this is, the other bag is Tanzania Peaberry. P- P-E-A. B E R R Y, Peaberry. Not P E E, but P E A. <laughs> but this that's what I have. So Tanzania Peaberry and Kona, 100% Hawaiian coffee. Two, and you know what we're going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to any, mini mighty mow this, and I'm going to pick one of these, and I am going to give one of these one pound bag. This is of coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany. I'm going to give it away. No way. On the Facebook page later today. No way. Yeah, I'm going to give it away. Somebody's You're giving up coffee? Somebody's going to get also get a little Christmas present from High Point Roasters. It is um, so facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. Go like it and follow it so that you can be a part of the giveaway later today. We'll give you some coffee. I might even throw, you know what? I haven't finished my other bag of the chocolate covered espresso beans, so we might even throw the 
espresso beans in there as a part of the giveaway also. You're going to regret it. You think so? I doubt it. Get Heck, bad man, coffee. <laughs> it's, you know, it's only about a 15, 20-minute drive from my house to excuse. just go up there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I gave it away. I got to go over there and get some. I, yeah, I need some. Let's Let's go. It is a heck of an operation. Dan, thank you so much. And to all of y'all, you know, again, especially like on short notice, because here you are at the end of the week. Christmas is next week. And if there's something that you need, if you're in the North Mississippi area where you could drive, but even if not, they can ship it to you just like that. And it'd be a nice little stocking stuffer or give somebody a great big box of it. That'd be a great Christmas gift. It really would. All right. Here we go. Text line 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN, or 885-3776. Jay in Baltimore, Maryland, who we know Jay is a big Mississippi State baseball fan. Now, when you – let's go semantics from here real quick and grammar. Technically, if I say it in that order, Jay is a big Mississippi State baseball fan, then I'm saying that Jay is big. So what I should say, (laughs) Jay is a big fan of Mississippi State baseball. Anyway, his text says, lightning and thunder is Raphael and Will. That's it. Anyone else attempting to masquerade under that nickname needs to cease and desist immediately. (laughs) You know what I love about baseball fans? And it's the same thing. It can be so frustrating. They are such purists. But but I love it, though. Uh, that's right. Uh, the the let's see, Madison Mailman texts the show. He says, "I carry about thirty boxes of fresh roasted coffee beans from all over the world from Coffee Bean Corral. I don't even have to eat because just the smell fills you up." Listen, when I went to visit and see the operation, the roasting operation, coffee roasting operation at High Point in New Albany for the first time. It is sitting right beside a four-lane highway. It's four lanes with a median in the middle going north out of New Albany on Highway 15, like you're headed to Blue Mountain. And so I'm on the – you think about it, I'm headed north. They are sitting on the other side of the southbound lane of Highway 15. I'm a good 35 yards away from them. And as I went past to go up there and make a U-turn and come back, I began to smell coffee. (laughs) It's true. I'm in my car going 55 miles an hour. I make the U-turn. I go and I pull into the parking lot. And when I open the door of my vehicle, it's no diff- it's no different than being in a coffee shop. You're in there. Yet I'm outdoors in the parking lot in New Albany, Mississippi. It is fantastic. Was that our car- coffee shop ambiance right there? Roger, is that what that was? Uh, no, I, I was actually trying to start some Christmas music. I don't know what that was. It was like uh, somebody was playing a triangle. <laughs> you know, the videos have those. Oh, the, the pre-roll sort of thing. Yeah. I got yeah. you. All right. Uh, Wes and Darren and Jay and everybody, I'm going to get to your text when we come back. And as promised, we're going to hear a little bit of the Q&A with Lane Kiffin on signing day. That's coming up. Yeah, Friday before Christmas. What a great day this is. That's one of your favorites here, Justin Bieber with with Mariah. (laughs) This is my least favorite Christmas song of all time. I'm glad we've gotten it over with. (laughs) 
Yeah. Roger reminded me during the break. We need to do that on Monday. Is get Neil Price on here and go over one last time. Neil Price's suggested places to see in Nashville. Guide to Music City. Guide to the Music City. I saw him at the basketball game the other night, and he said, you need to be thinking about where you want to go now. <laughs> so, He's already eating, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, that's right. And, and Look, Neil, between Neil and my wife, you know, like road trips for football, my wife's not with us, but, but Neil kind of fills that role of he has already called ahead. He's gotten recommendations. He knows where he wants to go. He's already gotten transportation arranged. I don't have to do anything. He's the planner. And the same Until is true. we'd get along just fine. Yeah, <laughs> you would. And and my wife's the same way. She is an unbelievable planner and scheduler. And I am horrible You'd pull off the that. Popeyes if, you had, if it was left up to you. Yeah, I'm horrible yeah. at that stuff. I don't think I about it. I don't too. think about planning enough. And it's a big – it's a fault. But uh, she's great. Um. Speaking of, last night I reposted it on Facebook, just reshared it, that video that I made of our trip taking Mary Liddy to New York last year. Yesterday was the 19th, and it was the 19th a year ago when we left to go on that trip, so it had been a one-year anniversary thing. And looking back at that video of that trip was really cool, and of course she's eight now and obviously taller and looks different than she did a year ago at seven but it was neat to look back at all that, but also it was reminded it just what a great job Anna Beth did planning that whole trip out. Four days of just nonstop sightseeing and doing and eating and traveling, and it was just, I don't know how people can do that. I could never, ever do it. Uh, Roger, good news. My mother is looking and watching on the Facebook stream now. Says uh, you should watch my language. <laughs> yeah, uh, my, she says that I should share some coffee with my sister. I saw that on there. Your sister's she's a big coffee drinker on your Facebook. There, she's a big coffee drinker. Look, look, mom. Um, she'll she can participate in the giveaway just like everybody else. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Chris on Facebook said, "Love those espresso beans." Never had Hawaiian coffee, but sounds amazing. Jamaican coffee is awesome. Tommy says, my wife drinks High Point coffee every day, and it, I drive by it every day at work. She absolutely loves it. Um, and then uh, yeah, everybody, and also my mother-in-law has joined in on the stream as well. So we're kind of having a little family get-together here on social media. That's one thing that's, that's uh, kind of neat uh, about this. All right. Uh, I get to hear the uh, conversation in the breaks. <laughs> yeah. Wes says, Matt, the Kona should only be prepared with a percolator or what works best is a French press. FYI, Hail State, and Merry Christmas to you guys. Thanks, Wes, and yes, I'm a French press guy. I do it, that's what I do every morning, and I still, you know, every day I have some of it left over in my thermos, and that's what I drink during the radio show. We'll get you some macadamia nuts and just have a yeah. big Hawaiian day of it. <laughs> Darren says, Matt, Kona coffee is excellent. Try it if you have not already. Jay in Baltimore said, go ahead and send me some coffee, too. Here's my address. He actually gave us his full address. Hey, you don't know. You can't win if you don't enter. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna. You never know. Keep your eyes peeled, Jay. Chris in Macon on the text line, 885 ESPN, says, do us truckers a favor. 
and remind people to give us truck drivers a break. And remember, they are working while they are off during their doing their Christmas things. Yeah, be kind to the truck drivers. They used working. to be known as the Knights of the Road or the Highway. Anthony from Tupelo on the text line says, Dad Gummit, my wife called right when you were talking about giving the coffee away. Have you already given it away? <laughs> You're in luck, Anthony. You still have a chance. The giveaway has not begun yet. I will be giving it away later today and this evening on my Facebook page. Look it up. Facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. How do you do that? You got to like something or you're going to put a... I think what we'll do is probably, you know, we'll probably do, like you have to type in, you have to comment uh, with a... By saying Merry Christmas and tagging someone you want to say Merry Christmas to. And you have to, you know, maybe like and follow the Facebook page. And if they do that, they are entered to win and we'll pick a winner. We'll do something along those lines. Okay, MW247 on the text line says, Neil Price sounds like I think Kevin... Nealon, yeah. So the the former Saturday Night Live guy is that who you're talking about, Kevin Nealon, or are we talking about a different one? That's got to be who you're talking about. Well, see, I but I listen think, now. I'm curious. I, yeah, I think there is actually a Kevin. See, Kevin Nealon, N E A L O N, is the Saturday Night Live guy. It was on but, Happy, and Happy Gilmore, right? But. Yeah, that's what I. That's the only one I'm aware of, and I, maybe that's what he's saying. I don't know. I was thinking maybe there was an announcer out there that that has that name. See, he's thinking of someone else. He says, "I think that is his name." He used to call the SEC games on the Jefferson Pilot stuff. Grew up listening to him and think he's still in the business. Can you confirm? You know, Kevin Neeland? I don't recognize that name. And as far as guys who used to call the Jefferson Pilot stuff, that's Dave Neal. Now, his dad before him, Bob Neal, began calling some SEC games uh, way back when in the 80s, early 90s, on that SEC Game of the Week on TBS. And then Dave Neal. Yeah, that's it. Okay, you're thinking of Dave Neal. So you think Neal Price sounds a little bit like Dave Neal. I could see that. I could sort of see that as being a possibility. Sure. Hey, listen. Mention to you, you're going to hear what coaches said. Let you hear a little Q&A coming up in hour number two with Lane Kiffin. Coaches um, on signing day. Nobody had a bigger boo-boo in terms of a college coach. Nobody had a bigger boo-boo on signing day. Sounds funny. Then Tom Herman of the University of Texas The Longhorn Network. You know, Texas has its own network. It's a big, fat joke. Now, they've gotten it partnered because they have a lot of money, a lot of famous alumni, a lot of money, big state. So they were able to swing that with ESPN and having their own network. I, it's on my television right now. I have Dish, and I can go down there right now and turn on some obscure channel, and there it is, Longhorn Network. I never watch it. No, I mean, there's just no reason to watch it. And the programming is really poor, and it's all Texas stuff. But because they have their own network, 
Therefore, they have their own coverage of National Signing Day, including Roger, sort of not a hidden camera, but basically just a live camera in the war room with the Texas coaches throughout Signing Day. Can you see where this is going? (laughs) Okay, let me preface also, disclaimer, there are a whole lot of coaching staffs around the country where you wouldn't want to have a camera just hidden in the corner of their room, live streaming everything they do that we can just check in with them at any point in time. You don't want that. Well, sure enough, Tom Herman, the head coach at Texas, at some point apparently believes they are in a commercial, does not know, is not aware that the camera is live and that he is being seen with his coaches in the war room sitting there live on television, thinks he's not on TV, and is apparently telling some type of story and looks at the camera and double barrels the camera telling somebody that they are number one. (laughs) He flipped the bird with both hands right at the camera. Right at the camera. Live on the Longhorn Network. People watching it obviously are able before it's gone to rewind and record it with their phone and tweet it. They've got it on their DVR and everything. So it absolutely just made it all over uh, the internet. Flip the double bird to the Longhorn Network camera. Live television. Nobody watched it anyway. That's probably the silver lining in all this. (laughs) <laughs> hey, I've got some Dave Neal audio. I think the guy was on to something. You want to hear some of it? See what you think. Dave Neal. All right, hang on. Uh, Herman had to apologize. He said, and, and Oh, I'm sorry. He, He's being interrupted. That's okay. He said, we were joking, quite frankly, about my first experience riding into the Cotton Bowl Stadium on the bus and the warm welcome you receive in the Red River game. My very first experience. <laughs> so... His excuse was that he was imitating what somebody did to him on his way into the Cotton Bowl Stadium. Very plausible. Nobody had a bigger boo-boo on signing day than Tom Herman at Texas. All right, let's hear it. Dave Neal, he thinks, our our texture thinks Dave Neal sounds like Neal Price. See what you think. Sitting right here between us, and uh, Coach, we were just talking about right as you sat down, what a physical basketball game. You play that style, so do they. What's your biggest takeaway from that 40 minutes? What do you think? I can absolutely see it. That was Dave, huh? Yeah. I can absolutely see this, some similarities there. He's working for ESPN now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He calls yeah. games for the SEC Network. Football and basketball. And I, I, I guess, yeah, he does some baseball, too. Sure does. Dave's a great guy and a true professional. He may not be the A-list according to them, but he ought to be. Because you'll never hear Dave Neal get on television and tell you about the tie and suit and socks he's wearing. He always makes it about the game. He's a real pro. Hour two coming up. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.